Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna. Today, we are doing a special episode where we are going to share you guys, the listeners here, what your questions are and what your perspectives are on human design. Um, We love so much the community that human design brings in, this like-minded group of people that are all on the same journey together, that are wanting to understand themselves, that are wanting to hold space for other people. And um, one of our biggest intentions with doing this podcast with creating Day Luna was to be able to connect with people and to be able to share our journey with you guys. And the truth is that we are all on this path together and um, we each have so much wisdom to share. We each have so much beauty and um, uniqueness to share with each other that can really open each other's minds. So we're super excited to share these questions and um, tips that you guys gave us on Instagram on this episode so that you guys can hear your own voices and reflect back with your community that is in this same human design journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much of our inspiration comes from you guys and, um, or from you guys. I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) It comes from you guys. Um, And we just are, we've been so moved and inspired by the things that you've shared with us and the questions that you have been asking us. Um, And we just feel like it's time to give you guys a voice and to shed light on some of those questions. Cause a lot of you guys were all so connected and um, in the same area in our lives and collective consciousness together that a lot of you guys have the same questions and same questions that we've asked ourselves and that we've dove to human design for as well. So yeah, we just feel like this is really important and we love, and we want to thank everybody who sent questions in because we received a ton and we are just excited to jump right in. So, um, do you want to start us off Dana with some of the questions that we received? Yeah. So one question that we got in was, how can I explain human design with just a few words to someone who has never heard of it before? Um, This is a great question because as we all know, human design is complex AF and like you can really get lost in the rabbit hole. So how you would explain it is that it is the science of differentiation and that is It is a spiritual science based off of modalities from the past and using modern quantum science. And basically what human design is, is a roadmap of how your energy works as an individual. It shows you how you are unique and different than other people. And it shows you how you can use your energy to live in alignment. And when we live in alignment, we naturally experience success, happiness, flow more effortlessly. Yeah, I like to say that it's um, it's a handbook on how to operate as you, as 
Shana as Dana. This is how you operate. And it really gives you practical tools that you can start doing today to start experiencing more success, more alignment, more flow in your life and more happiness overall. Um, So I always like to start there with just the fact that you know, it highlights how you are different and how you are unique. And it gives you tools to, to use. And it's not just like woo woo fluffy, like go breathe for an hour and that will fix your business. It's like, no, here's some actual steps that you can do to start changing your life today. Mm -hmm. Okay. So next question, maybe you can answer this one for me, Shana. What is the best first step for someone looking to get into human design? Hmm. Okay. So the first step looking towards human design would be a, to look up your chart, um, and to pull up your design. And then, um, after that, really, you can look online about what your energy type is, what, you know, being a generator means. You can look on our website, um, daylunalife.com to just get a little blurb about what your energy type means how your aura works and what your authority is. Those first places, your type strategy and authority are your main, um, focus points, I guess, to like entryway into human design. And then the second thing I would say is to start being really mindful and conscious that you are different than everyone else around you and that you operate differently than everyone else around you. And to hold that awareness, whether that's in reverence every day and having like a moment with your coffee or your cacao or having a little bit of time for meditation where you can really just say, okay, I'm ready to live my design. I'm ready to honor my uniqueness. I'm ready to see what's special about me. Um, And just those statements alone to the universe can transform your life, whether you know the intricacies of your design or not, or whether all you know is that you're um, a man gen with emotional authority. Um, So really type strategy authority, and then showing up and talking and starting each day with reverence and awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. If you, um, if all you ever learn in human design is your type, and your strategy, and your authority, and that's it, you don't know anything else about your energy just having those things and working on them every day and keeping them in your awareness every single day will change your life. And all of the other stuff in your chart will naturally fall into alignment. All of your gifts gifts will naturally rise to their highest expression. You will naturally live your cross of incarnation without ever even knowing what that stuff is. So really like that simple first place to start is the best place to start. And if you end there, that's perfect. You'll see your life really change and you'll see your life really come into alignment. Um, Okay, cool. So next question is, um, someone said, I love your guys's affirmations and asking the universe to show up for you. Can you share more in depth ones, more in depth affirmations? Yes. So there's a few things here. Um, My favorite affirmations are, you know, universe, help me to live my design, help me to be authentically me today, Um, help me to show up in the way that I'm meant to show up today. And in turn, universe, like show up for me, Um, help me guide me, make the synchronicities happen for me. Um, And I, I like to pair that with also speaking to mother earth and speaking to, um, 
like having affirmations that honor our planet, like mother earth, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for um, supplying me with the resources that I need. Um, I ask that you continue to support me and to let your resources flow to me with ease. And I give you so much gratitude because money is a resource from the earth. Um, and synchronicities that align up for you to do that are, are um, from the universe. So I like to pair those two together, first of all. And then to get really specific, um, you can dive into your design. So really knowing your gates and channels can really help you to have specific affirmations. We also are about to be launching affirmation cards that are personalized based off of your gates and channels. Um, and that should be here in the next few weeks where you can order that digitally, or you can order one that's printed that you can hang on your wall um, that has very specific affirmations. Like I am a divine feminine alpha leader, or I am intuitive. Um, and I don't know the exact ones, but like <laughs> I trust myself that I will know what to do in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and really they're, they're so specific, but the affirmations really do help you to kind of hone or own that energy in your aura to really mm -hmm. nail it in. Another affirmation that I really like in general that, that you don't need a card for, but that you can start doing right now is like, I trust myself. I trust myself. I trust myself. Or I'm ready to play big. I want big love. I want big energy universe. Like I am ready for bigness in my energy. I call bigness in right now today. Um, so just never underestimate the power of your voice. It's so inc incredibly powerful. And um, never underestimate the power of asking for something because even though asking seems like, Oh, well you're needy and you're, you know, dependent on whatever really asking is creating mm -hmm. because everything is energy. So when you start focusing energy in a physical way with your words, speaking it out into the universe, it is so freaking powerful. You can literally change your life overnight. Um, so yeah, you can get as specific as you want. You can get an affirmation card if you want. Um, whatever feels supportive for you, I just encourage you to dive in. Trust yourself. Don't edit, your, edit yourself and um, speak. Speak, speak, speak. Yeah, for me, I never resonated with praying or, or saying things out loud. It's just not something I ever did in my life. And coming to affirmations really opened me up to using my physical voice to say the things I wanted, to say the support that I was needing or wanting or desiring from the universe. And we really can't emphasize enough how powerful your voice is. In human design, your voice is your manifestation center and your communication center. So whether you have a throat ch chakra defined or undefined, it doesn't matter. We really encourage you to use your voice, to physically say these things out loud. Um, and we all are like, yeah, 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 I will. But like, have you done it? Did you do it today? Um, really make time for it because it's so powerful. It is the way you manifest. It is the way you bring your internal world and externalize it and create it into reality. So it really doesn't matter what you're asking for. It doesn't matter how you ask for it. Just make sure that it's authentic for you and unfiltered, like Shana was saying, and make sure that you actually use your physical voice um, and make time for it. Okay, so next question we want to answer is... What does it mean when a gate fully connects, 
versus those that don't. So what this question is, is what's the difference between a gate and a channel, two gates that are connecting? Yeah. So um, when you have a gate, that's just like a number there and a line, whether that's black line or a red line, it only goes like halfway. It doesn't connect to another center. That's considered a gate. And when you have a line that connects from one center to another, and there's a number on each end of that line, that is two gates connecting. And it doesn't matter if it's red or if it's black or if it's black and red. Um, what it's really telling you is when it's a full line connecting two centers, that's a channel. And that is sending energy from one center to another and vice versa. Um, and when you just have a gate, you, it's still an energetic quality that you have. It just doesn't connect to another center. And when you are around somebody who has that as a full channel and you only have half of it as a gate, their energy is more prominent. Um, like the, this quality is more prominent. They kind of override you with this gate that you have, if that makes any sense. Um, so that kind of gets into like connection charts and how we all interact together. But the main thing to know is that channels have one meaning because there's two qualities involved and they create a whole um, kind of like big quality, if you will, and gates have their own individual quality. Um, and they're, they're all important. <laughs> yeah. So basically your gates, every single gate that you have, every single half line is a quality or a gift or a trait that is inherent to you. And when you have two of those gates that connect together, that's when they make a channel. That's when they connect two centers and they take on a life of their own together paired together as one channel. And that channel is now an inherent gift or quality or trait that you have. So in a certain way, gates and channels are exactly the same thing, um, but they do have a take on a life of their own once it is a channel, once two gates are connected. And another question we get a lot is, if I have an undefined center, if I have a white center in my body graph, but I have a gate there, do I actually have that gate, even though that center is undefined? And the answer to that is yes, you still have that quality even though you're taking people in, in that center, you are still consistently taking people in with this gate as part of your energy, with this gate as um, something that is consistent for you, even though you are taking people in. Mm -hmm. So for example, um, one of the questions that we received is, I am confused about my undefined throat with only gate 56, which is a projected channel. Well, it's projected gate. So um, now I'm really confused. What does that mean? So when you have, say, in this example, an undefined throat, you are here to be an advocate. You are here to speak on behalf of other people. You are here to speak about something outside of yourself. And you will always feel empowered when you do that. And with gate 56 um, being defined for you, that tells us that when you are speaking and advocating, you are here to share your take on the facts of life. You are here to share your meaning um, from the things that you are observing and the things that you feel need to be said. Um, and so this just sh shows you that how you are here to use the center, you're here to be empathetic in this, a center that's open and then really lean into the qualities that are coming off of that center through gates. Um, so you can have, we see this all the time, people that have their main qualities, their sun gates and their earth gates, the gates that are in their cross of incarnation, be gates that are off of a undefined center. So it just means that your qualities that are most prominent for you are coming from a place of wisdom and empathy. But these qualities are still the same that you are here to share in this case, 
your meaning on life, not being be focused so much and speaking so much about the facts and figures of a cause that you're advocating for, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's like me. My sun gate is coming from an undefined center. Um, and I do remember feeling that when I first learned about human design. But yeah, I've also heard it said that these gates that are in the undefined centers, it really is more of like a perspective that you hold when you take in the other, when you're observing, when you're taking in energy in that center, if that, if that makes sense as well. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so next question I wanted to add, read that someone asked is, what are some tools to help ego projected authority people make decisions, journaling, talking, etc. Hmm. Okay. I love this question because ego projected authority is really rare. Um, so tools would be to, first of all, be enlightenedly selfish, um, to say, okay, how does this affect me? How does this benefit me? How does this apply to my life? Um, what does this look like for me? And you can journal about that. You can write those questions. Like you can even have a template that whenever you have a decision to make, let me answer these five questions, which could be, how does this affect my life? Does this thing benefit me? Um, You can ask yourself, do I have energy to when I think of this thing, do I feel like I have energy to pour into it? Or do I feel like that would actually exhaust me. And I don't actually have energy to pour into it because um, with ego projected authority, it really is, it's connected to that ego center, right? So having that desire to do something and pour and finish it and be in it for the long haul and get complete it. So really asking yourself, do I want to be in it for the long haul with this? Is it going to benefit my life? Um, And you can journal and, and answer those questions for yourself. And if you feel like, yes, I have energy for this. I, it is going to benefit me. It does light me up. It does excite me. Then that's a yes for you. And to really check yourself and make sure that you know whether or not you're feeling that, yes, it excites me because it's going to benefit my whole family to really say, no, okay, hold on. Is this going to benefit me? my life. Enlightenedly selfish is the way to go because that does support the whole when you, because of your design, when you focus on your needs and if how it will affect you specifically. And with this strategy um, of ego projected, I mean, with this authority, it really can be beneficial to talk it out and to have trusted people who are there to listen to you and to not give you advice to not um, add anything, but to just to be that sounding board. So there's a few different authorities where it's really healthy for you to be able to communicate, talk it out, go through your process and have people there for you to witness you talking it out and feeling your truth. Um, But people who you can trust and people who you can trust are there to support you and to actively listen and to not give their advice. Um, So really, if you have this authority, if you have G-Center like Shana, if you have mental authority, environmental authority, if you have lunar authority, it can be really helpful for you to have those trusted people, those go-to people that you know, they can witness me as I talk and I can trust that they're just going to be there for me and actively listening um, because that can be really nice for you. And I also want to say, as far as tools go for your authority, um, we created our authority essential oils for this purpose. And I think that it's a really powerful tool because 
it, the essential oils that we created, they do have plant essences in them that can really support you and that really support your specific chakra that your authority comes from. And we chose those plants with a lot of love and care and reverence. However, it's also the ritual of saying, using my authority is important. It's something that I do. It's something that I make a priority. And it's something that I bring awareness to the fact that it's unique for me and that it's me and not anyone else telling me what to do. So we really just like the ritual of being able to use your essential oil in that you're honoring yourself. You're bringing beauty. You're bringing pause. You're bringing awareness to how important it is for you to do this process. And you're bringing joy and pleasure to something that is so beautiful and can really lead your life. So that's another tool that I we like to use in our own life. And that's why we created the oils that we put in our boxes and sell on our site. I honestly use my oil every single day before readings, before talking to the universe, before doing a podcast, because it supports my G center and really speaking from the heart. And it smells fucking awesome. <laughs> like I'm not being... I am not trying to sell this to you. I am not. I could care less if you buy one. Like literally, I am so particular about how things smell and it smells so fucking good. I cannot wait to use it. And all of our oils, we are very um, particular, I guess, are very guided and channeled to like, we really made sure that these oils going in really did support that, that um, authority, but then also that it smells really good. Um, so just so you know, I love my oil. Okay, so next question. Yeah, so the next one I want to read is someone asked, how can I be a projector with my North Node in Leo? I'm struggling with how to shine, yet also be invited. Yes, okay, great question. Um, so first thing I want to say here is that you do not need an invitation to shine as a projector. You do not need an invitation to sing your own praises or to um, talk about what you're excited about, to put yourself online, to create your website, to be telling all your friends, like, I love this thing because it's lighting up my life. And I'm so excited about this in my life. And this has changed my life. And I'm so excited to do this work and blah, 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 blah. You can literally talk and shine as big and brightly as you want. And then when people see you, they get to recognize if that's something that they want, and then they get to invite you. So actually, if you can think of yourself as a lighthouse, like you are building your lighthouse, you are building all the walls and all the rooms inside, you are choosing the light that goes on the top, and you are casting it out, just because the simple fact that you are a lighthouse, not because, um, because you feel like you need to shine your light in people's faces, right? So just knowing like I'm here to be a lighthouse and to shine and the boats that are meant to be guided by me are going to see my light and either decide that they want to come near it or that they don't. And um, so it's, it actually is in your best interest to put yourself out there um, and to play big and to build your lighthouse and attract people to you. And then they can invite you or not. It just is about waiting for the invitation is about, um, it, it's not passive. It's honing your skills. It is focusing on yourself, knowing that as a projector, the way your energy works is that anything that you focus on 
you will attract to you. So if you're focusing on building a lighthouse, you're going to attract boats. If you are focused on um, having a kid, you are going to attract the perfect doula. You're going to attract the things that you need to learn about raising your child and about having, you know, going through childbirth. You are going to attract whatever you're focused on. So if you're focused on your business or on your project or your offering, um, the more that you build it out, the more that you create that website or you um, learn about that thing and you're really being authentic and dove in and you're talking about it with your friends and you're talking about it at dinner, like, this is so fascinating to me. I learned this today. I learned that. And like making my website felt like this and it's so beautiful. I'm really excited about it. All of that energy is so magnetic and that is what's going to attract in invitations. So waiting for the invitation isn't passive. Shining you don't need to wait for the invitation. The only time that you need to wait is when you are giving advice to other people and saying, you need to do this. You need to buy my product. This is what's wrong in what you're doing. And here's how you can tweak it. That's when you want to wait for someone to say, hey, what am I doing here that can be fixed? And then you give your, your advice to them. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying, I love this, this is who I am. This is what I'm excited about. You do not need an invitation for that. And in fact, you need to share in some way or another for people to be able to see you and invite you. What you do need an invitation for is saying, you need to do this. So it's really like someone else asked how do two married projectors um, buy a house when they're waiting for the invitation. You don't need an invitation to buy a house. Um, It's really so much more about just when you're giving advice, just when you're sharing your gifts, just when you're telling other people what they need to do. When it comes to your career, when it comes to you exchanging energy with other people, that is when you need an invitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can search for that house. You can search online and find the perfect place and then go look at it. Um, it's just if while you're looking at it, you don't want to tell the owners like, wow, you should have done this and you should have changed the yard. Like this, <laughs> you should have painted this room a different color because that's going to be really repelling and they might not want to sell their house to you. Yeah. And in that situation, two projectors buying a house, what is more important to have your awareness on is using your authority. So that's a big decision that's going to affect your life for both of you. And it's really important for both of you to use your authority to Mm -hmm. listen to whatever that authority is. And for each of you to know as individuals that it's right for you based on your authority. So that is actually more of the side that you want to lean into in that situation. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, so next question. I love this question. Um, How can I tell the difference between living in alignment, living my strategy, and having challenges at the same time versus not being in alignment, not living my strategy, anything else other than the not self theme. So when you're in alignment, when you're living your strategy and you're still having challenges happen, come to you in life, how can you tell the difference of like, okay, I am in alignment, I'm just having a challenge versus am I out of alignment since I'm having this challenge? Mm. So it's a really complex question. It is. And that's a really good question. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. What I would say with this is like, when you're in alignment, you can have challenges and you're going to have challenges, but they feel easier in a certain way. So when you're in alignment, you can be working hard, but something about it feels easier. Something about it feels like you're being carried. Something about it feels right, even when there is a challenge. So it's that feeling of, you having a challenge and 
and and being like, I know what I'm learning from this. This is happening for me. This is guiding me. This is showing me. And that challenge feels natural. It feels right. Um, versus when you're out of alignment, you're hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock, resistance after resistance. And um, that's a completely different feeling. So it's important for everyone to know what your homework is is just having the awareness of your strategy and authority and doing your best to use that every day. It's never going to be perfect. Even when you're in alignment, there's going to be moments where you feel you're not self. Even when you're in alignment, there's going to be moments where you have challenges um, because that's life, right? This is a school for learning this life thing. And um, it's just about being able to take those challenges and say, how is this happening for me instead of to me? And if that's easy for you, you're able to learn there. It is a gift and you can be in alignment and have those challenges, but they are a blessing and they are guiding you. And I think that when you have those challenges, it's about saying, okay, how can I use my strategy and authority here? And that really does pull you through and float you through that challenge. Um, So, I mean, Dana and I have challenges all the time with things. Um, And it's almost this... um, like challenges don't mean as much now mm-hmm. yeah. because we so devoutly follow our strategy and authority to know that regardless of any challenge, great. I'm still, I'm going to use my strategy and authority with this challenge and I'm going to use my strategy and authority when it's passed. And I'm going to use my strategy and authority for my next challenge. And just knowing that you, you have this, um, this, these tools, that you can lean on that really do make things feel effortless. Like even though they're challenging, it feels, it has this effortless feeling like, okay, let's shift gears. What does my authority say about shifting gears and, and go from there. Yeah. Okay. So this is the last question we want to do. And then we're going to get into sharing some of your guys's tips. Um, So this question is how can I tell the difference between initiating and forcing something to happen? Mm, okay. So this is really important for manifestors, especially, um, initiating is you informing and sharing your idea or what you're wanting to do or what you're wanting to have done and allowing that your voice to initiate this and other people and letting it go. Um, forcing is wanting to control the thing that you are initiating and wanting to control the outcome and wanting to control how people do the thing that you're asking them to do. Um, So really as a manifester, it's so important to release your creations and release your urges and release the things that you're asking people to do so that way they can go and do them with the gifts that they're here to use to get them done. Um, because if they are responding to something you're initiating with them with and they are excited and lit up by it, then that's correct for them. And that means it's also correct for them to use their gifts, their differences from you to get that thing done and to help you bring it into the world. Um, so initiating is being that spark, light, igniting that thing, informing, and then letting it go. Forcing is um, lighting it and then, you know, keeping your hand over the flame <laughs> and forcing it to burn in the way that you want it to burn. Um, and then you smother it, you smother that flame out and then you have to start all over. So, um, 
really just trusting that you're here to live and let love, like really give and let go is like the mantra. Yeah. I love that. That's actually such a beautiful question because as a manifester, you have to be brave. You have to be sure of yourself. Um, that is when you are the most empowered is when you're like, I don't give a fuck how people respond to this. This is what I'm called to say. This is what I'm called to do. This is what I'm called to, um, follow. And you know, you're put, you're planting that seed, you're putting it out there and you don't care how it turns out. That's not your job, right? Your job is to be the fire starter. Your job is to spread those sparks of excitement and of change and then to move on. And if you try to put that spark out there and then contrive it and hold on to it and stay there, you're wasting your own energy and you're moving away from alignment for yourself because you are designed to start things everywhere you go, to initiate energy from other people, to rally energy from other people, and then to continue on your way, creating and trailblazing. Um, so we really love that question. And so now let's move on to, do you have one more question you want to do, Shana? Well, I, there's just so many good questions. I literally, I just, I don't even know how we could ever stop answering questions. <laughs> we should do another one of these episodes. Cause you guys are so, we love hearing your perspectives. Like it's so fun for us and so exciting to yeah. hear where you guys are coming from and how it's been for you in life and the things that have felt easy, the things that are challenging. So we really appreciate your guys's voice and we can yeah. do another one of these episodes where we share more of your questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dana saw my face and I was like, I'm crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't want to not uh, answer every single question. But there are a few questions here about um, color and tone and about digestion and motivation and trajectory and um, all of that stuff. So what we want to say with that is... Um, Yes, there's so much information there um, in the variables. And we are going to be launching a virtual retreat day course where it's all about information and transformation. And we are going to be teaching about PHS and teaching about all the options for um, digestion and for environment and for perspective and for motivation. So this is kind of like human design 2.0. Um, and the reason why we don't talk about it yet on the podcast is because what is most important is to use your strategy and authority. So PHS honestly doesn't mean shit if you haven't used your strategy and authority for at least six months to a year, um, because your strategy and authority overrides everything. So everything in your PHS can feel like hell no. Like what, why would I even want to do that? Your authority can tell you that that is not right for you. And that is your truth. And you really should honor what your authority is telling you. Um, so that's why it's important to really have experience with using like the practice of using your strategy and authority every single day before you get this information. Otherwise it's just more information. And, um, we really do believe that, that, information, gathering information just for information's sake means nothing. Like it's just overload of information. It really is about, am I, am I being able to apply the information that I'm learning and really see that transform my life before I dive into more information and, um, more things that can support me in my journey. So we recommend, um, getting a reading first, we recommend diving into your gates and channels. We recommend, you know, even if you don't get a reading or dive into your gates and channels, 
using your strategy and authority every single day. And then, um, and then come take our course on PHS and what that all means. So now's a good time, I guess, to talk about that course, what it is going to be, but you will be getting a, like, it's a virtual retreat day. So what you would be getting is a retreat day box. And this is before the retreat day happens that we'll be live streaming and you'll be getting that at home. It's going to come with a bunch of things that will support you in, in creating your space and, um, you know, a kimono and cacao and a bunch of things that will really support you, but it'll also come with your chart, um, and your description of your, yeah, your PHS chart and your regular human design chart of like your strategy authority, the basics, the foundations in your chart, as well as your PHS of what your environment, digestion, perspective, and motivation is. So we'll have your specifics. And then during the virtual retreat day, we're going to go over all the different options, what they mean. So that way you can start using it in your life and your friends' lives and all that stuff. Um, so that's what, when people say, what about color and tone? That's what, what color and tone is. It's your PHS. Um, so stay tuned for that. We're thinking about launching that in September. We're going to be announcing it on our Instagram and on our website to book tickets and start getting your boxes to you. Um, soon, mm -hmm. <laughs> soon pending is hopefully in the next month or so. Um, so just stay tuned. Um, but we will be answering all those questions for you there. Mm -hmm. And just to be clear, when we say virtual retreat day, it is going to be an online video course that you guys will be able to connect with. Um, and in that information that we're giving, we'll be doing also transformational modalities. Um, and we'll be able to really have that feeling of sacred circle where we're really being able to integrate this information in a way that is really embodied and um, taking mm -hmm. that moment to really let it sink in from a place of openness and connectivity. So we're super excited mm -hmm. about that. We can't wait. Um, okay, so next, let's hear a little bit here about your guys's perspectives, your tips that you shared with us on Instagram um, for the rest of the people in your type. And we really love these. We appreciate your guys's wisdom. We love hearing how these things have gone for you and the things that have really stood out to you, the things that have really helped you. So let's start with generators. We asked you guys for all the generators out there, what is the thing that has helped you the most to live by your design that you want to share with other generators who might be listening? So mm. my, one of my favorite ones is someone said, don't expect anyone else to be able to keep up with you and your ability to keep going. Um, that's huge because as a generator, you do have that energy to pour into things that you love, um, highlight things that you love. Um, but it's important to hold space for the fact that you're different than other people. That's what all of human design is. So knowing that what's normal for you is not normal for other people really helps you have a lot of peace in your life and um, mm -hmm. a lot of love in your heart for other people. Yeah. Someone else said, when I don't get anything to respond to, I take inventory of what's not lighting me up. And I love that so much because um, that's really the key, right? If you don't have anything to respond to and you're not excited, like nothing's coming to you for that you're wanting, um, it's about creating space removing some of those things that you're saying yes to that really you want to say no to. So that way you're, you have energy to, um, to respond to new things and to be in the right place at the right time versus being in the wrong place at the wrong time, doing things that you don't want to do. Um, another person said, start by noticing what you'd like to say no to, even if you can't say it out loud yet. So that goes really well with that other response. Um, 
is even if you're taking inventory of what's not lighting you up, but you can't say no to it yet, or you don't want to say it yet, you don't want to say it out loud yet, just by noticing like, oh, I am doing this thing and I would like to say no to this. Okay. Can I make a shift in my life to, to remove this thing or remove part of this thing? One that I love someone said is I don't have to figure it all out in my mind. I just stay present in this moment and I, and I respond, um, which I really love because as a generator, that can be one of the conditionings is like, I have to figure out how things are going to work out for me. And as we all know with you generators, it's so much more about being present about being right there in your body, letting it come to you, letting yourself be that magnet and then responding when you do have that um, feeling, that response. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody else said, saying no, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. And standing <laughs> up for myself, like hell fucking yeah. That is the energy that I like, that is magnetic um, mm-hmm. and calling in the things that you really want. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, so next, let's move to some of the perspectives and wisdoms from our man gens. Um, One thing that I love that someone said is accepting that I need to have fun in everything I do and leaning into my weirdness, which Mm. I love (laughs) because as a man gen, your life is supposed to be about fun. It's supposed to be about play. It's supposed to be about breaking the mold, trailblazing, doing your own thing and like spreading laughter, joy, fun, all the things as you go. So I really love this. Like if you can lean into that weirdness and lean into that fun, you really are living in alignment and giving the gifts that you're here to give. Yes. Somebody else said stopping and smelling the roses once in a while, LOL. And I love that so much because hearing the the phrase slow, slow down sometimes can be triggering. Like, Oh, I don't want to slow down. I want to keep going. And like (laughs) to rephrase it in this like beautiful way, like stop and smell the roses. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, stop and like slow down enough to smell the roses, right? Slow down enough to appreciate the beauty and the amazing things that are happening right in front of you that you might miss because you're going so quickly. Yeah. And, um, next person, which I just have to give her a shout out it's Steffi spirit sis. Y'all know her. It's probably time to have her on our podcast again. Cause I'm missing her, her MG, like beautiful, fun vibes. Anyways, Steffi said anonymously, um, I, <laughs> she said, I fully accept that quitting is okay. And I gracefully dismiss what doesn't honor me anymore. So that is huge for man gents. There can be so much conditioning around feeling flaky, around feeling like people are judging you for not being consistent, for not being committed to things. And that is not your life. That is not your jam. Um, When you try something and it's not for you anymore, allow yourself to quit. Your energy is needed elsewhere. And the way that you quit, I love how she said this, I gracefully dismiss what does not honor me anymore. It doesn't have to be like a big F you to people. It doesn't have to be this big, scary thing. It's just like, that's not for me. No hard feelings. I'm moving forward to what feels fun for me. And the more that you can lean into that, the more freedom and excitement and flow you're going to have in your life as a manifesting generator. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, the, a lot of these other responses are about um, seeing that it's okay to work on several different projects 
and that it's okay. Like it's okay to be in many things at once. You're not scattered. You're living your design. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. It's so well put. Um, somebody else said to inform others before I choose to do something and to do the things that light me up. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a big part of being a man, is letting people into your fun, busy world by sharing with them before you do them and telling them, especially if you have more manifesting energy than generating energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next let's move on to our projectors. Um, one of my favorite things that people said was, um, understanding our energy is limited and it's a part of our genius. So I really like this because we talk about all the time, how projectors are non-energy beings, how you have less energy than other people. However, that is not here to limit you. Um, it's not here to say that you have to do things in any certain way. It's really more about honoring yourself, listening to yourself, listening to your body, using your energy correctly, because projectors are not here to be limited. They're not here to only work one-on-one. They're here to do whatever the fuck they want. And they can be successful. They can do big things. They can own their own business. They can be an athlete. Projectors can do anything they want. It's just about really understanding your energy and listening to yourself, honoring yourself, um, and leaning into your unique genius. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody else said, learning how to conserve energy by decluttering and only doing things that feel expansive to me. And I love that word expansive because that really is um, like, it's like you're lit up by it. You feel expansive with it um, and conserving your energy by decluttering. I love the way that she put this. So um, really knowing like, okay, I have limited resources here with my energy. What feels expansive and that I want to pour it into and what feels like I'm going to pour it in and then it'll be full and then it's done. Um, and like the, the cup is, is completely to the brim. Like you want something that feels so expansive that you can just keep pouring that energy into it. And that in turn is going to refill your cup. Um, so declutter, love it. And do the things that feel expansive. Mm-hmm. One that I love says embracing alone time and understanding the need for rest after being with others. And I feel that to the core. Like even if you are extroverted and even if you love being with people, it's really important to honor your alone time and to really embrace that alone time and um, really to listen to yourself and not feel guilty about taking that alone time because it's really important to restore your energy and to come back to yourself at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Somebody else said biting my tongue only when it comes to advice, of course. And honestly, that is true. Like (laughs) (laughs) when it comes to like your personal relationships and who you talk to on a daily basis, um, if they're not your clients, if they're not, you know, somebody who's already given you an invitation, it really does feel like biting your tongue when you're giving advice. So again, you don't have to bite your tongue when you're talking about something that excites you. You just have to bite your tongue when you're like, Hey, can I look up your design and and see what your chart says? (laughs) Cause that's something I literally have to bite my tongue with every single person I meet. We still Um, are working on that one. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, a few months ago, I, my sister, one of my, the one that's not the reflector, um, 
I was like, oh my gosh, I need to look up your design. And then I pulled it up. And literally as I was doing it, I was thinking, shit, like, <laughs> this is not going to be, this is going to be repelling. And then I started telling her things in it. And like, she was so not interested. And she was just like, cool, cool, cool. And I was, as I was speaking in my mind, the whole time I was saying, I am repelling. I am repelling. Oh my God. Like, what am I doing? Just stop talking. Just stop. And then of course, afterwards, and she was like, cool. And then I felt so bitter, like, ah, like, this is my life's work. And like, you don't even care. Like, you don't, you know, I went into this bitterness spiral. And I had to be like, I did that to myself, like, literally <laughs> did that to myself. So it's a practice. Um, biting your tongue is a practice. And it's in your best interest, because I could have been spending my energy at that moment on reading on learning on working on my website on um, honing the new things that I want to offer, or listening to somebody else tell their stories, and then, you know, just being really present and learning from them. So just know it's in your best interest mm -hmm. to sometimes bite your tongue. Yeah. And then the last projector one I want to read, someone said, um, preparing and learning while I wait. And you know, we are all about that because waiting for the invitation does not have to be passive for you. That journey, those action steps can look like honing your skills, following what fascinates you, really spending time seeing yourself, building your craft, building your website, um, preparing and learning, like she said, while those invitations are being magnetically attracted to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so next, let's hear from our manifestors. So one of them that I really loved was informing isn't about asking for permission. Initiating is not about people pleasing. And that is so spot on, like kudos, 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 snap, snap, snaps. I'm into that because informing, um, it can feel a little triggering at first for manifestors. Like, well, am I just going to be asking everyone for permission then? No, you're not asking for permission. You're informing them. You're being polite. You're being honest. You're keeping people in the loop and you're not asking for their permission. So I really, really love that. Yes. I also love embracing my bigness. I love to remind myself the world needs to hear from me. And mm. that is so true. Mm -hmm. Embrace your bigness. The more that you embrace it, the more people you can help and the more in peace you're going to be actually. So embrace, embrace, embrace um, that you are impactful and that you are here to play big. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. What, one that, what else? There's a few others. One that I loved was um, permission to stop trying to be less intense. I really, really love that because um, as a manifester, there can be a lot of conditioning that you're too big, that you're too much, that you're too impactful, that you're too much energy when you're on. And um, that is not helpful to have that conditioning Really, you're here to just be your full self. You're here to be brave. You're here to be bold. You're here to be you. And really a, a really good place for deconditioning for manifestors is releasing that trying to dim your light, releasing that trying to fit in, trying to hold back. Um, the world needs you to shine and the world needs you to be authentic when you shine. Mm hmm. And somebody else said, honestly, I just feel confused most of the time. Like, how do I be me and also be in a community? And this kind of goes back to, um, I guess this is a question. Sorry, throw this in here. <laughs> um, this goes back to that 
when you are being you and you are releasing the things that you are creating and informing and being you unapologetically, not walking on eggshells, but then also not trying to control the outcome of the things that you say, you are actually giving to your community and you're allowing your community to thrive. So you absolutely, the way that you are in a community is by embracing that you are big and that you are impactful and informing people of the things that you're wanting to do and that you are doing and that you are needing. And um, embracing yourself, being yourself also allows you to be in a community the most because you're not designed as a manifester to do it alone. Mm -hmm. You are designed to have people working with you. And somebody else said, sleep, rest, downtime, acceptance of the fact that I need this to recharge. So that's exactly it. Like you need a community because you need to sleep, rest, and have downtime. Um, And you need time to recharge. So just kind of knowing that you have bursts of energy, um, that is absolutely right. Like embrace that rest, embrace the downtime, Mm -hmm. um, and let things go. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And next let's hear from our reflectors. So someone said using essential oils to support who I am each day. And I am so into that. I'm so here for that. It's really cool (laughs) because as a reflector, you're taking in your environment so much and you're constantly filtering your environment through your own body. So having support from outside sources Um, from plant medicines, from meditation is really, really healthy for you. And to use it as a ritual to support who you are that day is so helpful as a reflector. Because as you guys know, Mm -hmm. you're here to be different each day. You're here to ask yourself, who am I today? So if you ask yourself, who am I today? And today you feel like a fierce, bold, badass. And then you want to use like some cinnamon and some clove oil to support that. Amazing. And if you ask yourself, who am I today? And you feel really soft and gentle and emotional and you want to use some ylang ylang or flower essences to support that and to honor who you're feeling that day, that's amazing. So I really, really love that tip and that ritual that you can do to really support yourself in allowing yourself to shift each day. Mm-hmm. Somebody else said, um, journaling who I am or who am I, or who was I today? And anything that comes up with that question. And I love that because you are here to change and flow every single day. So really journaling how you, who you are that day. Um, and then that way you can even track how you've been like throughout the month, like every day on the 15th, I, I notice looking back, I am feeling like this, or I am acting like this. And um, it allows you to just have awareness of how you are operating month to month. And someone else said, cut energy vampires out of your life, even if they were old friends. Um, and actually, I like that because mm-hmm. you're able to tell if you're not feeling healthy, it's because you're around somebody that's not healthy. If you're feeling drained, it's because somebody around you is draining mm-hmm. um, or they're feeling drained. Um, mm-hmm. So really honoring that and letting yourself be free and not tied to any one person, place or thing. Yeah. Um, and then someone else said, recognizing how much power I actually have if I choose to change my environment. And that is so beautiful. As a reflector, environment is everything. You are reflecting your environment. Um, and if the environment that you're in is not healthy for you, you don't feel good there, it's within your power to change and to put that intention out there that you're ready to be in a new environment. And um, like Shana was saying with that last one, if you're around people that you feel like are not healthy for you, allow yourself to change the people you're around. If you have reflector kids and you feel like they're unhealthy 
in their classroom environment. Change schools, change classrooms for them. If you feel like they are unhealthy in your home, in your house, listen to that and be brave enough to change the environment, to change the home, because that is a huge source of power that you do have as a reflector. So um, thank you so much, you guys, for sharing your wisdom with us, for sharing your heart and souls with us. We are so happy to be able to connect and to hear how your journeys have been. And we'll do another one of these episodes so that we can answer more questions because it was really fun for us to give your guys' perspectives a voice. And um, as always, you know where to connect with us on Instagram at dayluna that's where we'll be announcing a lot of our new things that are coming up like our phs retreat we're also going to be releasing our parenting cheat sheets soon which we are super stoked about they are so cool and we're really into them um, we're going to be releasing those affirmation cards soon and as you guys know you can already go onto our website right now daylunalife.com that's where you can find our offerings that are out that's where you can order your Day Luna box that comes mailed to you with your printed human design chart in a booklet that has a foundational um, reading about your energy. So in that chart booklet, it's really about the foundations, the basics, your basic channels and gates, and it's all written down in there. And then it comes in a box with beautiful high vibe meditation tools that are custom selected to support your unique energy. Um, you also can order your digital chart on our website and have that emailed to you if you are international. And that's also where you can book a reading with me and Shana. So readings are the most comprehensive look into your human design. If you really want to know the, the nitty gritty about every single one of your gates and channels, if you want to ask specific questions about your life, about your incarnation cross in more depth, that is really the best option for you is meeting with us for a reading. Um, online virtual reading with both Shana and I. So you can also book that at daylunalife.com and you can email us at hello at daylunalife.com. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to answer one question that we do get a lot is what's the difference between getting a chart booklet and booking a reading? And just like Dana said, the chart booklet is foundational information, your strategy, authority, um, the basics on your chart, your definition, your profile, it gives you all that information. And it goes into your main gates and channels, but not all of your gates and channels. So I do want to clarify that because some people get the chart booklet, hoping that it's going to be a full in depth reading. But really, the way that you go the deep deepest and, and most in-depth is through a reading face-to-face um, -face with us. And that's where we can really dive into what it is that you're needing to um, focus on and call into your life. And we go through all the nitty gritty there during that reading. So um, I do encourage you, we do have bundles where we do a box and reading combo where you can get the tangible items to refer back to and to bring in that light and expansion and inspiration into your day-to-day -day life and tools that will support you in living your design. Um, but you also can then have a deep dive reading with us of like really helping you to integrate these lessons into your life right now. Um, and what is special and unique about you. So we love you guys so much and, um, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram at dayluna or email us, check out our website and please send us your, any questions you have. We're going to do another episode like this. And we are just so grateful. You guys are badass bitches. I wanted to say you guys are badass motherfuckers and <laughs> we love you. And you guys are literally, we feel so connected. We're all on the same flow. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And have an amazing day. You guys.